0: This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you.
1: Produced by BeginWithin.Fit.
0: If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results. You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want check it out you can download it by going to beginwithin.fit clicking on the ebook button or clicking on the link in the show notes check out my book let me know what you think my guest today is rachel oz she is a psychologist and an author. And we're going to talk today about something that we haven't spent a lot of time talking about here on the Begin Within podcast, but it is a huge, huge piece of our health, of our well-being and absolutely has a huge role in how we show up as as human beings. And that is the area of our connection with others or our connections with others if we view each relationship that we have as another connection um, those absolutely have a bearing on our health on our wellness right not just psychological and emotional but also physical there is no question that how we're feeling in our connections with others has a real bearing on those Other things. And you know, a long time ago, when we were talking about the five pillars that we were going to build, begin within, uh, around in terms of coaching and in terms of this podcast, we identified connection, connection with others, connection with nature, just how we connect out, how we reach out and interact with the world around us as a major piece that needs to be addressed. When it comes to health, when it comes to wellness, when it comes to fitness, when it even comes to weight loss, which I know is a goal for so many of you and that may be why you found this podcast in the first place and now you're on this wild ride of looking at all these different little things that play a role in what happens with your body physically, you're learning about all these other things and that is awesome. Isn't it? Isn't that great? That's what we started out to do: is to shed light on all those other areas, and our connection with others is super important. We looked at it this way: we said, you know, if we had someone who's showing up into uh, workouts with us as a team, but as they're working out, they start telling us that they're super stressed out about some huge relationships in their lives that were that were falling apart that were um really creating a, a lot of negative feelings and emotions for them that there was definitely a point where we would say you know what this is not the place for you to be right now you should be somewhere else to take care of those connections those are essential to your health and to your well-being and so I'm telling you that as we set this up because Rachel and I are going to talk a lot about connections and in particular how we can begin to play a more active role in fostering really positive connections with the people around us. That's the focus of our interview. So I really hope you enjoy it. Here is my interview with Rachel Oz.
1: Well, I think it started with um, the wisdom of being a child. And as a child, I didn't even think or have any edits as, as we typically don't. Right. And so that informs um, and has over my lifetime um, in profound ways of knowing who I am, of knowing I love to be in front of people primarily one-on-one and be present to them and play with them. And, you know, of course, the word play takes different forms as we grow older, but it's still about pursuing joy and meaning and depth and um, light. And so also, so that informed me being a psychologist and also just classes I took over time and um, my value, whether conscious or unconscious as I was growing up of listening mm-hmm. and people saying, Rachel, you're such a good listener or people really revealing their secrets and vulnerabilities to me consistently. Yeah. And so there were just all these clues And so so there's that part, but also in terms of um, the art and writing, I've loved to do that since I was little. And so uh, like I had in sixth grade, I had pictures of rainbows in different variations, like wallpaper covering every wall of my bedroom, you know? So there are these clues when we're young, if we lean in to listen, about who is it I am and what will help nurture me as a person. Mm. And so there's this integrative piece as as I grow older about listening to that little girl um, who's so brilliant, and then also um, she's matured. And so there's also, you know, just coming back to some of those things so really in my early 40s is when I started to dive back in in a deeper way to include also the art and the writing and that's when I started doing my books and my art as well as my psychology practice more okay. seriously again
0: yeah I, I like and I, I know I'm not here to, to judge what you said but I guess I, I personally I, I was drawn to when you said like as a child we don't edit we don't have this. Yes. Yes. Tell, can you tell tell me more about that? Like, what what you mean by that? And I guess mm-hmm. how how does that influence what you do, and maybe yeah. the rest of us to try to stop editing so much?
1: Yeah. Well, when I, had, I say, I gotta get
0: my dog wants to leave the room, so oh, I'll hit it. I'll probably edit okay. this out. But
1: okay, okay. <laughs> he,
0: well, sorry, he's always, he always sleeps. All the time, yes, in the yes. office here, and then of course, as soon as we get rolling, he's like looking out the window and
1: right. Started, started These are our going. real lives, though, right? I know. We're gonna edit. Like-
0: we're talking about edits. Maybe I won't edit that out now that we're talking about it. But- I
1: know because it's all part of it, right? Like right. the wild parts of us too. That's awesome. <laughs> our the creatures of us, like paying attention to what we need. You know. Yes. Okay. So the the editing when we're young and and as we start to grow often in um, middle school or, you know, just as we grow older, we learn to start to edit because we think, okay, I don't belong or I'm not accepted or I'm being rejected or, um, you know, if I show this part of me, um, so and so doesn't like me or I get teased for it or. Um, or it doesn't fit in some role in a family system. And so we begin to find, and then we conversely learn well, if I express these parts of me, I get positive attention, um, you know, or I perceive it as positive attention, whether it's from love interests or whether it's from family members who you feel ignored by, or all kinds of different things where. We find that, okay, I can let this part of me out. I shouldn't let this part of me out, things like that. Okay. Um, and some of us experience, of course, more of that than others. And so I just think that the invitation as we grow older is this beautiful um, doorway into coming back home to who we are. And I think in terms of doing that, there, of course, sometimes it's helpful to get support around doing that, seeing a counselor or something like that. But also, um, I think that it's always a great clue to notice what brings you joy. So, for example, it could just be little things like um, I remember choosing more and more bold options in my adulthood about what brought me joy. So, for example, when Dayton's department store was a thing, um, I remember being in their eyeglasses department, and I was trying on different eyeglass glasses, and the green and purple pair that I kept trying on and looking in the mirror, I couldn't stop giggling, and then I'd put them down, and then I'd try the brown pair, and then I'd be like, yeah, those look good on my face, you know, and no offense to anyone who loves brown. Cause like, I love all colors, but the point is what brings Rachel joy or what brings you joy, Nate, or, you know, particular listeners. And so, um, at the time actually I ended up getting both, but, mm. and then I kept making decisions like that. Like what makes me giggle? What makes me feel what's my most alive choice, mm. you know? And, um, And as I kept following those things, it just was like this domino of life givingness. So it's such a gorgeous way of taking care of ourselves.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I I was laughing because any, I don't know, I'm sure some people that are closer to me will be listening, but I love black. Like I just, I'm sitting in a black sweatshirt, everything like I'll be walking down the street in all black and I don't know why. But you're we're like the we're the opposite ends of that spectrum, I think, Rachel. I know
1: it's so funny. I'm wearing like tans and like I'm wearing some earthy colors today, which is really funny. I'm joining you. Sure. Um, I will say that sometimes I like get night when I'm tired, you know, kicked back reading or watching TV, or I want really mellow tones on. Like mm. I need the rest from all my color in the day because more often I do wear a lot of color, and so. I do, for me, I need the balance of rest, uh, with color even, but I think, I think like with you and black, it's, it's completely fantastic. If you feel good in it, like that's the point is Mm -hmm. noticing what you feel drawn into and what brings you feeling alive and joyful. And,
0: um, yeah, I don't know if it's alive. It's just like a Com- it's more comfortable
1: comfortable it,
0: even you know we had I, I had the opportunity to help pick out our work uniforms for our team and stuff and I'm like we're in black we're all wearing black and other people are like come on and I'm like how could you not love it like you yes. know it, it matches with everything like it's
1: just yes you're right functional. you're right my
0: whole my whole wardrobe is just black my wife never has to wonder what 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 color is he going to want of this thing that's
1: right that's right it's it's, (laughs) and comforting maybe in that way in terms of predictability too no I think comfort matters a lot too yeah I'm with you on that Hmm. including are our clothes comfortable like I never like anything too tight around my waist or you know what I'm saying it's like knowing your body and what feels comfortable to you how soft something is or Yeah. um, yeah all those things huh
0: okay um could let i don't know where the connection is i want to dive into like other relationships because that's a big part as we were talking before we kind of started um from from my perspective when it comes to just health having healthy relationships with yourself so important but also the connections outside of that um what from your perspective your opinion and your experience are some of the best ways to nurture the relationships that we have with others.
1: Yes. Well, I think that there's numerous. So, you know, where do we even begin with that? Right. Because our nurturing relationships with others is so multifaceted so I, I agree, I think the first step is our relationship with ourselves, and making sure we're taking the time to deliver ourselves flowers, right? And to create wild and beautiful experiences for ourselves and having a voice and listening down deep to what it is we need and taking care of all the different parts of us, right? The little part, the wise part, the, all the parts. And I could, I could probably talk about that for a, like a whole day workshop. Um, so I feel like it all flows out of that because if I am being with myself, if I'm being and becoming the person I want to be with, because I think that's the first step, am I being who I want to be with? Then I can offer that person to select others who treat me super well and who I treat super well. Um, And so when it comes to nurturing relationship with others, I would say um, that the first thing is taking the time to really listen. Mm. I think that that is sometimes a lost art, that asking and being curious about someone else. Like it's almost like you're being a detective in a respectful way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But being curious about someone right like asking questions, how are you doing, how are you feeling when that, when that happened what opened up in you what closed up what did that bring up for you. How's that going for you, what do you think you might need. How? What's bringing you joy lately? What do you love? Tell me about what you love. These are just questions that are just sort of pouring out of me in a brainstorm. But um, the truth is we all love to be attended to, right? And it can be on a lighter level, like, oh my gosh, what's your favorite recipes these days? What are you, what are your favorite Netflix things you're watching? What, um oh my gosh, what are you going to wear tomorrow? I don't know. Like it could be a whole range of things on a lighthearted, playful, fun level, right? And then it can also be like, what's on your heart? You know, or like, what are you loving lately? Or what's weighing on you? Like also how, even asking the question, how can I be supportive to you? How What would be a most meaningful way for me to be here for you? So I just think it's... um, It can be really fun and meaningful to be curious, but then to really take the time to listen. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when you do hear people speak, um, the next thing I'm going to say is probably one of the most missed steps. And that is to say back what you hear. So if someone says, um, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed lately with, Like, I've been working a ton of hours and I get home and then it's like figuring out whatever with the kids and food and then, you know, all these other things. Um, And, you know, to to then pause and really hear that person and, and try to reflect it back, like, Oh, so it's you're feeling like this is really a lot because there's such a pile up in your days. And it's just it's this cumulative thing you're really feeling. Is that what you're saying? And they'd say, Yes. You know, because it feels so good to be heard. So I think those are just a few, I could say more, but those are a few of the things that spill out of me initially.
0: Yeah. So repeating back, you said repeating back what you hear. Yeah, And that's such a key part of listening. It, it, it correct me, um, if I'm wrong, but that because that lets that other individual know that they were heard.
1: Exactly. Nate. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, and it's especially, well, it, it feels great when you're sharing something really special and wonderful, you know, with your spouse, with your friend, with your ch- whoever, um, And it feels so good, like to be able to hear it back, the special thing, like you really heard me about my special thing, you know, and then it can be a little bit difficult, but still really helpful if there's some conflict, you know, if someone is trying to communicate something um, where you have some tension with them and where you you don't have to agree with them, but to be able to say what you're hearing back, you know, Oh, so what you're saying is when I came in and didn't say um, hello to you, that you felt invisible and like, I didn't, you know, whatever. And then they would say, yes, that's how I felt. Like, so, but that can be harder to do when there's conflict to reflect it back because okay. your own defenses may be there. And, um, but it's an invaluable relationship builder.
0: Yeah. I. Yeah. So, hmm. What do I want to ask, I don't know if I'm going to ask this the right way. So, okay, great. Hopefully, you'll get great. it. Great.
1: Be wildly imperfect, Nate.
0: Uh, I feel like when, and I've I've taken some coach, coaching courses and and workshops, and I feel like after those, I'm all, I'm I'm so energized to to do what you mentioned, but I I. I've noticed like over, over time, if I'm not putting some effort into it, it kind of it kind of trails off and I maybe default into more of just talking and less listening. Mm. what So my question is how do, how do I st- how does someone stop that from happening? Or is it just a matter of putting the intention in and, and kind of trying to develop the habit of of you know putting that on? in order to serve others uh, on a regular basis Mm
1: -hmm.
0: does that make sense
1: yes it does perfect okay right that and I think we can all sometimes tip there where okay I'm finding I'm it's a little out of balance I'm doing more talking than listening and how can I how can I begin to create you know more balance there what would be helpful. And of course, there's going to be individual differences and different reasons, depending on the individual as to why that may be happening. Um, what what I want to say is certainly you said, is it just a matter of being intentional? Um, I want to leave more space to listen. And certainly that's that's part of it. I would say I just had sort of um, a gut intuitive sort of thing come up as I heard you being curious about Uh that and and it's not necessarily just for you (laughs) it's in is a general thing for humanity that which I would be included Um, so no no need for uh oh um and that is that maybe if and maybe I'll even say eye language for myself if I find that I am doing more talking than listening I might wonder about a couple things for me I might think, ooh, this is also a good opportunity for me to do some extra self-care and self-love because I might need it, Mm -hmm. Um, meaning I might not feel listened to enough uh, because I'm doing more talking in general. And so do I need to set up more supports in my life so I have spaces where I'm being listened to, whether it's, well, maybe I'll give myself, if I can, the gift of a counselor or a coach or a spiritual director or, um, you know, there could be numerous different people that I could literally hire if I I could afford it um, to give myself more consistent listeners which might create in me more space to listen to others. Mm -hmm. Um, But also if I'm doing more talking than listening, um, it could also be a sign that I have some level of anxiety or some kind of extra thirst going on inside. And so it might be nice to um, add in a practice for myself um, of doing something that really helps to calm my body and my mood so that I'm in a more regulated, sort of settled place inside. So if I'm doing some kind of meditation practice, or yoga, or Tai Chi, or we could brainstorm different practices that tend to calm the body and mind, that if I am engaged in those, I will probably, if I'm in a more regulated, settled, calm body, I'm just setting myself up to be in a better spot to listen. Hmm. Those yeah. are thoughts, yeah. just off off the top. Nate. Yeah,
0: no, that makes a lot of sense. I I think I guess what what kind of came up for me as you were responding, and mm-hmm. I was listening, but also listening to my thoughts. <laughs> I was um, the idea of maybe I'm not maybe I'm not feeling heard and some of some of the ideas you shared for me made me think of different ways that we can kind of listen more to ourselves how can i like you said how can i take care of myself
1: yeah you know
0: go for for me it, it's like i'm like okay i need a walk by yes, myself side
1: by yourself
0: or i call it porching yeah. now i just sit on the back porch
1: my gosh. Yeah, yes.
0: trees all. I'm just sitting. You know, get kind of like get get bored. Like let your brain get yeah. bored so you can listen and I love that other people's thoughts coming at you 24-7. Just get tune in a little bit. So get a
1: little bored. I love that direct statement. Because we all know what that means. Right. Because we all know if I get a little bored, there's a restlessness about that, isn't there? But it means probably we're giving ourselves a bit of quiet. Yeah. And, and it maybe means I might hear myself in that. Mm-hmm. And and how will that be for me? But I think that the way you talked about porching or going on a walk, and sometimes a walk in nature too can be extra supportive, right? Mm-hmm. That, and, and when you were saying those things, I also thought of journaling. For some people, right. some people like that, um, that sometimes you can move once you're doing that enough, you can move through the boredom and into a different kind of state of peace. But sometimes we have to sort of wrestle our way through that, right of feeling like I'm bored. I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, somebody I need some notifications. I need to know Yeah. Somebody else tell me. yeah, yes,
1: please
0: oh. right right i I've really enjoyed this conversation i I hope that we can some someday down the line continue come on come on again um
1: thank you but i want to
0: talk about your uh you mentioned your writing i want to talk about your have you talk about your latest book if you don't if you would
1: just tell us a little bit
0: about it how we can how we can check it out and then yeah what what's what's the latest work Okay,
1: all righty. So um it's like we're in kindergarten. I'm gonna show you the visual. Yeah. Okay, so here it is, the cover, and it's called the relationship book. Okay and then the subtitle, it's kind of a long subtitle: a soulful transformational and artistic inventory of your connective life. So it um, has nine chapters and it goes through different kinds of relationships, relationship with myself, with animals, like your dog, okay. um, with clothing, with food, with humans, with community, with divinity. And um, each page spread has an anonymous uh um, therapy quote from one of my clients that really moved me in some way along with my written reflection and my colorful illustrations and then the end of each chapter allows the reader to um, if they want to um, have to reflect on a whole bunch of summary questions from the chapter for their own personal journaling or just thinking or porching um, or book club you know um, and so yeah. And so that's, that's what it's about. So it's kind of a category of self-help or personal growth or gift books. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes available for pre-order uh, October 3rd. Okay. And um, it'll be available initially in my online shop, uh, which you can find by just going to racheloz.com and, and on my website, there's like a, you know, the top header that, where you can click on things, shop, blog, things like that. And so you just would click on my shop.
0: Yeah, I'll make mm-hmm. sure there's a link with this episode in the show notes. So Great. I have one last question for you. Um, and that is about beginning. I, I think if specifically when it comes to maybe relationships, I feel like we, we, we landed there and it felt really, really good. Yeah. Um, When it comes to taking steps to improve those connections, um, what would you recommend as as the best first step for someone to take?
1: Mm, the, The very first step that occurs to me is setting yourself up to be in the best spot you can with your relationships. And so I think it would begin with asking yourself, am I supported enough myself in order to give that support to others, am I being listened to enough in order to provide um, luxurious listening to others? Mm-hmm. You know, and so just taking stock, um, you know, of what can I do so that I feel more supported, including by myself. Am I? How am I supporting me? Am I giving myself um, time to porch, to walk, to journal, to meditate? um uh support people, a counselor, etc., so that you are as yummily and lovingly supported up like crazy as possible so that you can begin to consider offering that um wild and precious self to others.
0: I like it. Thank you for I don't is was porching a verb before today? We
1: know that I've used it, but it's been a few years, Have but I, th- okay. I thought I made it up.
0: Oh, my goodness. Isn't that funny. Well, you definitely made it up before me because I just started the last oh. uh, just this like late spring is when I came up with it. So,
1: yes, yes. And, and wow. you're, you originally <laughs> made it up too. absolutely.
0: Well, thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for jumping back on with porching. Um, yes. Rachel Oz, thank you so much for being here oh, on the podcast. Oh,
1: what a pleasure! Thank you for having me, Nate.
0: Wow, I am so grateful that Rachel Oz was here on the show with us, and there are links for you to connect with her and her work in the show notes waiting for you. Um, two two little points that I want to leave you with, and that is, first of all, in order to have better connections, right? And that's that's really the little theme on this episode is connections because they do affect our health. They absolutely affect our health. Is first of all caring for ourselves, right? Logically, it makes so much sense. Care for yourself first, but really taking some time. And we talked about that, really listening. And sometimes it means that we have to disconnect a little bit. We have to get into a situation we where we are bored, right? In terms of not having something to occupy our mind so that we can begin to, to listen to what's going on within um, us, to find out what what needs that we might have what adjustments we can make in the actions that we're taking to address those needs and of course if if that's getting some help and some support from a therapist or a coach um, uh, whichever right and i'm not i'm definitely not here i'm a coach not a therapist so i'm not saying that they're the same Um, there are definitely times when you may need one and not the other and uh, other times when you need the other and, and not the other one. So um, just tuning in. And if, if we're at that point where we need some extra support and some help, then to take action and do it. That might be the most important action that comes from that little listening session where we just tune in to how we're doing. And the other piece that I just loved that Rachel shared is ways that we can begin to honor, um, begin to improve the connections that we have with the people around us. And it can be as simple as just doing an audit of how we're doing when it comes to talking versus listening and realizing that everybody loves to be listened to. And so if we really want to um, improve in the way that we have a a connection the way that we show up into that connection that relationship then um listening is probably gonna serve us really well it almost always will serve us really really well to make sure that we're doing more listening and a little less talking and of course again we why do we why do we bring that up we come back at this from the reason that we're here, right? Health, fitness, weight loss, whatever it is that brought you to this podcast. I know it probably wasn't thinking, I'm going to improve my relationships. This is not a relationship show. This is just a health and wellness show. But there are definitely some real, real things in life that are more important priorities than just Improving our health, our cholesterol, our resting heart rate, our blood pressure, whatever it is, right? And if we're ignoring those bigger priorities so that we can pursue some of these fitness goals, then things in the long run aren't going to be healthy. They just aren't. And so we need to, once in a while, take a step back and see how we're showing up with the relationships and the connections that we have with the people and uh, the world around us so that we can truly uh, be the healthiest possible versions of ourselves. I'm really curious about how you enjoyed this conversation, if this type of thing you would like to hear more of, um, or if there's some other topics that you'd love for us to dig into on this show. Please send me a message on Instagram. There's a link in the show notes that will get you there. Otherwise, you can find me at Nate Slager, and just let me know um, how this landed for you, this episode on connections and also what other topics that you'd love for us to cover here on the begin within podcast i want to thank you so much for listening i want to thank you so much for following the show for rating it and reviewing it in your podcast player if you can and for sharing it with people that you care about who you know could use a little bit of uh, support a little bit of encouragement and inspiration on their health and fitness journeys i hope you have a wonderful day I will talk to you next time here on the Begin Within podcast.